Guys, I'm telling you right now, it's been a wild fucking week. For yes. those listening, our, our episode is delayed release because my butthole was bleeding so crazy yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to the hospital. It was so mucusy and so bloody. It was like out of a horror movie. Does it hurt? Yeah, it feels like you're getting railed with a bowling ball on a stick. Oh, my God. Oh my and God. speaking of that. We have Nicole Travolta here, <gasps> comedian extraordinaire oh. who we've been friends with on Instagram for like a year and a half. And it's been And bliss. now here we are. <laughs> Hi, Nicole. How do you feel that you've been compared to a bowling ball and a stick? Honestly, it feels pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I was more referring to the mucus and blood. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it feels pretty accurate. After this feels- year, that sounds about right. Yeah, true. True, true. I feel like a wrecking ball. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like we're coming out of it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Are we? You think? No, maybe not. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Hopefully. It better. You know what? It better. (laughs) Fucking better. If it has to. We're going to. Well, it might be physically. Like, I I get it that, like, the virus, we're getting vaccinated, but I don't think we'll ever be the same. No. I don't think Mm-mm. so either. I mean, I think there's some good things that we can take away from it, right? All right. Tell us your list of good things that we can take away from this. Okay. So my good things that we can take away from this are, number one, getting ready, the, getting rid of the shitty people in your life, right? I feel like yes. I used to spend a lot of time worrying about, oh, I don't really want to be around this person or, oh, I don't really want to do this. And I just think it kind of we have to keep that, you know, where we can set boundaries with other people. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, yeah. I like, I think I like being home a little bit more, like the simplicity of certain things. And yeah. I mean, this is very adult of me, but say like spending less money on things that I absolutely do not need. We'll see right. how long that lasts. I'm more likely to not hang out with the people I don't want to hang out with rather and than save the money. Right, right. <laughs> It's but, true. I mean, there's been know, a lot of money saved, which is which is good. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's just been like a huge learning curve for so many people because it's you. We were all forced into this environment that changed like so quickly, and I think it's just it's opened our eyes and it's also like made us self reflect. And a lot of people like we didn't have time to do that before. Yeah, I totally. Or no agree. one wanted to do that before, and it kind of forced us to to do that. I totally agree. Yeah. But then what's the detriment of, like, too much time to self-reflect? Yeah. Yeah, then you get, I, probably in your head more, right? Mm -hmm. Am I a good per, am I a good human being? Mm -hmm. Do I suck? Right. Do people like me? (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, I get more like that about, like, I get, I get that, and maybe I should be more, like, reflective like that about myself, but I get it more with, like, other people like that I know and love and I'm like have I been like deceived by this person for like 15 years all because they like did something like stupid like you know they left a piece of gum on the corner of the (laughs) trash can do I know this person anymore right and I like it's so easy to like overthink people and I hate that yeah Yeah. 
I agree that I also think that we're meant also just meant to have human interaction, right? Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. just all that being taken away is is tough, you know. Right. So you start to really look at people and we're like, do we even like each other? Right. Do we even uh, like this person? I remember like growing up, I was always like so okay with spending alone time. Like I was such an introvert and I would rather spend time in my room than like go out and then you know, you grow up, you live life, you realize, you know, that you like to have fun and like you like to be around people. So this pandemic just like I didn't get any better at being alone. I got mm-hmm. worse, so much worse at just spending alone time. And it's so bizarre. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think that it's just given me time to like think and reflect and like actually be mm-hmm. aware of what's going on sometimes. And I don't know. I think it's just like. I have just been, you know, iterating constantly, and then I don't know. You better iterate on my face. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> that's like a new. That's like a new thing. Iterate. All right, so Nicole, introduce yourself yes. to the Shachill audience and describe yourself in three words, along with, uh, let's say, okay, right now you're auditioning, and as part of the audition, you have to provide a short bio along with the way that you would describe yourself in three words. Yes. Go. Okay. And action. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hi, my name is Nicole Travolta. I am an actor. I'm a writer and I'm a comedian, like a character-y comedian. Mm -hmm. Um, I live in Los Angeles. I love a good music festival. And the three words that I would describe myself in are, wait, that isn't, that's not a sentence. Three words that I use to describe myself are... Nicole, darling, you've got to finish your audition. You slated already. I'm so bad at this. Um, outgoing, spontaneous, and happy. I love it. Wow. I do, even just by meeting you in these past 10 minutes I feel like those are all very accurate and we're so happy to have you oh thank you well I'm so happy to be here that's tough to do to be like what do I say and then I just have to put on a whole show of who I am (laughs) I don't even know who I am (laughs) yeah yeah and we don't even fucking know who we are (laughs) Nicole what is your craziest audition shit show oh my gosh I have a really good one I um I had this audition for CSI Miami, I think it was, quite a few (laughs) years ago. And I had just started getting Botox. Like, and I was doing like little baby. Oh, Morgan, listen up. Morgan, you better listen up. (laughs) Do you love Botox, Morgan? No, I've never done it, but I'm, there's like certain lines in my face that I really am ready to get done. Okay, I love, I love it. I love right. it, but I think you do it in moderation, right? You yeah. don't want to look like a freaky cat. Right. Because I think that there is that, <laughs> of too. Of course. So I had just gotten Botox, and it ju- it settles in, right, a, about a week after you get it done, like a week to a week and a half. Nicole, I, I have a question. Sorry, yeah. I need to cut you no, off. No, Was it please. the first time you were getting Botox, or you've gotten it before? No, I had gotten it before. So okay. it was it was this probably... I would say like the third time and you just kind of forget because you go about life and then all of a sudden it settles in and you don't really think about it. Right. And we had done a little bit more than I normally would (laughs) and I had got this audition for CSI and it was really emotional and you had to cry (laughs) and earlier in the morning I was like, 
wow, this is really taking effect. I mean, I was really <laughs> feeling like a little cat-like, like right. just very, <laughs> you know that meme where it's like, does this cat looks like you just asked it to pick you up from the airport? Like it's just deer in the headlights. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. And um, so I was just feeling very tight in the face. And I had this audition and I was like, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to nail it. I felt really confident about it. And I go in. You had, I, it was said to cry and get really emotional. And <laughs> the casting director was like, Nicole, it's so great to see you. We're so excited to see what you're going to do. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. Can't wait. You're like, oh, Any my God, questions? thank you. Nope, no questions, no questions. Okay, yeah, let's just get there. We want to see what you can do. So mm-hmm. I sit down, and I'm getting into it, and I literally can't move my face. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm squeezing and it's, I'm trying to get emotional, but I'm so focused on the fact that I can't move my face. Right. And I'm like going like this and squeezing (laughs) it, like really hard, like trying to push a tear out. Like I'm squeezing a lemon and it's just bad. And she, we got done and she was sitting there looking at me. Like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Are you good? Like, I don't even know if she knew if I was good or if I was just a disaster. Right. Like, is that the best performance I've ever seen in my entire life? What the fuck is wrong with this chick? Well, she gets and she just, gets the job, and then every time she has an audition, she gets Botox right before. Right before. Yeah. Like, yes, I didn't get it. And I was actually embarrassed because after she just kind of sat and looked at me and I could feel like I almost felt like I had wasted her time or something. She was like, well, great. We'll be in touch. And I walked out like, no, she's not going to be in touch. So Do you think she knew what you did? Uh, Probably. She's probably like this girl's face because I already have a lot of energy. So to walk in a room and just kind of. Right, just maximize it. Yeah. It just was too much. Well, because I find with your skits on Instagram that everybody should follow Nicole. What's your handle? At Nicole Travolta. Follow me. Follow me. John Travolta's daughter. No, not daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Niece. Close. Are you actually? Yes. No way. What? Nicole. Yeah, that's crazy. You knew that? We talked oh, about that. No, wait, wait, wait. wait we got to is... back up. No, because wait. Anthony all day has been saying Nicole Travola all day. Not without the T. <laughs> without the T. And I keep going, it's Travolta. Volta. Make sure you know that. Like John Travolta. And he was going, well, she's not related. Yes, we you had to have been we okay, you were you drunk? We have never talked yes. about this, have we? Yes, because <laughs> you we talked because you, I think you you looked I think you looked up something that I had done and you were like, Oh my god, wait a second. Oh, so I figured it you out. You figured it out. <laughs> and then we talked about it. And then I think I was talking about it with Courtney, too. We were, like, laughing about it or whatever. Because the thing is, is that we don't, like, I don't, he's my uncle. He's just like any other family. You know what I mean? Right. I, my yeah. Family. So I don't, like your and uncle. it's not, like, I'm very protective. And I'm, not, like, that's, I don't talk about right stuff from my family wow on social, so i cannot believe a lot this. of people someone just I, asked me recently they were like 
<laughs> did you use that as a stage name? And That's I'm like, what I thought. I thought that I'm too. I'm like, no. <laughs> Do you think his, his acting career is what made you want to get into acting? it's more that it made it seem like I could actually do it you know yeah. what I mean it's just right. that's what I would take away from it is that right. it's realistic yeah it's realistic yeah, it's and they're they're great people and he's a hard worker so I think that's so attainable crazy because your... John Travolta has come up like in our podcast like more than I would have <laughs> expected because we had Nikki Blonsky on like a couple months ago yeah. oh my god that's so funny and so yeah she, and she loves your uncle yeah she I loves mean, your uncle <laughs> He sends her a happy birthday in the mail every year. They're good friends. We've had his best friend and his and his niece now. So his her hair, I love. Well, her hairspray is yeah. was the shit. Yeah, she was great. But, the shit. Yeah, Jeez, we find out new things on the shit show all the time. I mean, I I can't believe that I knew this about Nicole, but didn't know. I was probably drunk. Nicole. I was going to say, right. I wonder if we, if we were drinking. And maybe that's what it was. You know which what is it totally is? Totally okay. But you know also, what's funny? you guys, I don't t- like. I think that that's also a set st- sentiment to me is that like I think people are curious, but I don't. You know, it. it I'm protective, and that's not yeah. what my comedy or their. Oh, not at you know? all. So I'm yeah. very like. Th- you know, <laughs> I'm so grateful that you know right. they're. That well, let's I put have it this way: the no. three words that we asked to describe you, you didn't say John Travolta's knees. I think it's so funny because I was planning that joke earlier because for some reason in my head, I feel like Travola sounds like a, a t- classic Italian last name mm-hmm. that you would know from Bishop, like where we went to high school. Yeah, and so in my head, I just have never noticed it. I guess in my mind, I guess I did when I was drunk and was talking to you. But I'm just like, yeah, Nicole Travola. And my mom actually will be like, I love Nicole Travola. And I'm like, me too. I love Nicole Travola. And so today I was like making a sandwich and Dominic's like, um, no culture vault to Anthony and I'm like oh okay yeah and then I was planning the joke all day I was like I'm gonna say John Travolta's daughter and it'll be like funny because I just thought it was a coincidence it's right. so funny <laughs> that's crazy so funny to me I mean I think listen it's great and I think that what, like what I honestly what I like is that it's just at least I you know it's I'm not wh- whoring myself out you know right no so, no 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 <laughs> So. Listen, no. I've tried to live off of uh, me and Dominic's uh, um, cousin was Logan's dad on one episode of Zoe 101. And I've <laughs> well, talked no about way. that for I years. I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. Nicole, I, guess I had a quick uh, question just based off the story. So, like, um, what, like actors, re- they really do blow my mind on how, like, during auditions, they're able to cry, like, on the spot. Yeah. So, like, how... What is your yeah. technique into doing that? And I mean, I don't even know where to start. So I would say for me, I just think like it's about, I mean, this is going to sound so actory, but honestly, it's just like being connected. And I think that that's a hard thing to do is just like really drop in and like lose yourself in mm that material or find a connection but honestly what gets what I can think of and triggers me is I had to put my dog of 15 years down two years ago and that in a second will rip me apart so it's unfortunate that those things happen but anytime I think about my little Bilbo 
I'm so grateful that I can use him to cry from yeah. here on out. Aww, so his legacy lives on. His legacy lives on. Through the Botox. Through the Botox. Not on CSI, but hopefully somewhere. Now, I think it's funny that you're talking about that because I know that when Drew Barrymore filmed her iconic opening scene to Scream, they were showing her pictures of, she's like an animal lover, and they were showing no, her pictures. No, Anthony, that was an E.T. when she was an E.T. When she was a little you, girl? I'm really fucking this thing up. No, <laughs> yeah. it's not, Dominic. It Dominic was on screen. It has all the things that Anthony needs to know on it. Yeah, That's Anthony, not it, it Anthony. Right, right. <laughs> it was Anthony. It was in E.T. when they made her cry when E.T. leaves. They were showing her pictures of dead dogs or something like oh, that. Oh, God. That's child abuse. That's, yeah, I was going to say she was a yeah, child. But it was the 80s. All right, never mind. My entire point is uh, <laughs> debunked, <laughs> dismissed. Hey guys, it's um Dominic in post, and I'm just here to uh, confirm that Anthony was actually correct. Did a little more research on it, and um, I was wrong. Admit it. Immediately retract it. Um, immediately apologize. So, it was scream. It wasn't et. So, uh, all right, back to the episode. Again, sorry. <laughs> However, Nicole had this hilarious scream skit, and I need to ask you about your history with sketch comedy because, Nicole, yeah. and I know this sounds like so empty because so many times people say to me, they're like, oh, you know, you and Morgan are like the D David and Alexis or like, Anthony, you're going to be the next Andy Cohen. It sounds so empty, but I truly mean this when I say it. You need to be on Saturday Night Live. Oh, 100 percent. Thank you. 100 <sighs> percent. We Tell actually us. had another guest on our on our show who was good friends with SNL people. So oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're going to call them when you get off and say Nicole Travola, who's an <laughs> Italian sandwich. <laughs> At the local <laughs> New York deli, <laughs> it needs to be on that Chabola. show. I would love. I, mean, I that's. I mean, I've I I've worked on um, sitcoms. Like that was sort of my my lead into working as an actor consistently. And truly, totally. my what kind of came from that is I just realized I loved comedy so much, and mm. that. I love doing these impressions and working on them and even just putting yourself out there. I think that it's so important to remember that everything is sort of like a work in progress. And mm -hmm. I think it's so funny when people online are like, you need to do this better or you need to squint your eyes a little bit more, <laughs> oh do this God. a little bit more. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, like everything, you're just trying to sort of get there. And I think that that's what's so nice about you know, putting yourself out there on social media sometimes is that you're kind of building out these characters and just giving them almost a place to live. Right. And I would love, I mean, that would be my Her dream. dream. Yeah, it's um, amazing. You know, amongst I, other things, yeah. but that would be my my absolute I don't dream. think it's unattainable no. because you're getting there. I mean, I've watched your Instagram grow over the last year and you have like dedicated people who comment now and it's so fun to watch because now, no, do you edit your stuff yourself? So any of those sketches that you see are actually edited by my friend Sammy Colco, who is insane. Like the, the longer sketches, um, you know, like the, like Scream or legally blonde or any of those she puts them all together um and then she's done a few of the actual just impressions too when I have mm -hmm. some serious back and forth that I just wanted timing and she's 
so brilliant. I mean, really is, I would not be able to do what she does. And I just find it to be easier to just pass it off to her. But the smaller ones, yes, like the TikToks or whatever, then I'll just put them through because that's easy. Right. So I was, you know, thinking about this recently. I was like, what like makes me laugh? Like, what is the one thing that makes me laugh? And I have to, I've narrowed it down to impressions. Like, I love when people impress, or yeah, impressionate. Is that the word? Impressionate? Impersonate. Impersonate. Impersonate It was close. It was close. It was close. close. We're just working through things on this podcast. We're getting through it. (laughs) Yeah. So I, This is a who knew. (laughs) Even like, just like when my friends imitate other friends, like as a joke, or even like on, um, the Real Housewives in New Jersey, when Jen imitates, you know, all the housewives. Like, I always find yeah. that so hysterical. So you're, what you do just makes me literally laugh out loud. So what is one thing that makes you laugh as a comedian? Um, I have to say I feel the same way as you. I love okay, when yeah. people impersonate it's others. So and I also, I love some of the stuff that, especially when people talk about, um, just like the annoying people that exist in the world and yeah. do things on that or the daily things that happen in their lives that right. you don't really think about, but that are so, you know what I mean? That are so yeah, funny. Like that little happen intricacies. To everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I will be totally honest. I'm still a five-year-old at heart where anyone talks about like poop or peeing or like <laughs> You're like sex or You're anything. Like I'm like, a di- they're like, oh, this dick is, you know, I slapped him in his dick. I'd be like, yes, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like, more, 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 more. I'm such a sucker for that. I, I love it all. So funny. Yeah. Now, Nicole, we need to ask you about your role as Katie on Secret Life of the American Teenager. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is crazy that you were up. First of all, Secret Life of the American Teenager is iconic. It is iconic. Because... For it- Italians from New Jersey, and like we went, I went to Catholic high school. I went to Catholic middle school. I remember Secret Life of the American Teenager was like the big, big topic yeah, right. at school. And the teachers would be like, "There are shows on TV that are normalizing teenage pregnancy." Like, and you were a part of that, Nicole. Teen mom, like, there's so many. There's, Nicole Travolta, you were a part of the normalization. I was of part so of the normalization. It, and that was, I, that role. Okay, so you, have you watched this? You've watched the show, right? Oh, yeah. And so you yes. know how, like, the dialogue is very, like, back and forth. Back and forth. Like, it was Jolty. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very jolty. And I, um, it was so funny because I got that job and I did two episodes and they, I don't like to say small roles, but they were, you know, smaller roles, Mm -hmm. but they, I was, I was so excited because I just like, I auditioned for it and got, when I got the call back and then I got it and it was just the whole process of it. And that show was such a hit. And then I ended up getting food poisoning the night before I was filming. And so I was up (laughs) until like five o'clock in the morning, so sick, but got to set just miserable. And, um, my scenes were with Megan Park, who's the sweetest, who played Grace on the show. Mm -hmm. And I was a fellow cheerleader. And then the same thing in the second episode, which was the iconic Just Say Me episode, 
Do you guys yes. remember that where you're yeah. they're like chanting, you're like, just, just say me. Just I have it up on my me. computer. Yes, <laughs> the just say me episode. And so, but the first one was, I, I think I can even remember my lines were something to the effect of, hey, Grace, today's the deadline for signing up. You have to go. It's the rule. And then, she, and then I think she said something like, it's not the rule if I quit. And I was like, oh, don't quit, Grace. Something, I forget the rest of it. <laughs> Right. You'll have fun or something. And it was just like such a mechanical, but I was yeah. so miserable and sick the entire shoot. Oh my God. Oh my God. So like how long would a shoot like that take? Or I how was long there did it take? pretty like for pretty much the whole day. Okay. Which is great yeah. unless you have food poisoning. Right. Then it sucks. <laughs> right. oh, Jesus. How old were you? 24? Okay. 24. So when did you start your acting career? When did you start to dive in? I started, you know, I, I got, I did stuff when I was younger and then my, both of my parents just coming from, you know, my mom's side of the family really grew up in the industry. Her, Mm -hmm. um, her, they were in like the more production side. My great uncle, her uncle was, um, one of the senior vice presidents at Paramount Studios. Oh, wow. And so oh. she was really intertwined in the industry and as she was growing up. And then obviously my dad being a part of a very creative family because, you know, my Aunt Ellen is an actress and the rest of the brothers and sisters were all involved heavily in the entertainment industry. Right. I really wanted to totally. do it when I was younger, but they all, my mom and dad were very adamant that I had to be able to sort of make my own decisions on being able to like go to an audition and say that I would do this or whatever. So I would say I got, I lived in Florida for a little bit and I got um, an opportunity to audition for One Tree Hill. Oh my God. Yes. You were in One Tree Hill. I was in One Tree Hill. You were? Yeah. Oh my God. So I was in One Tree Hill and that got me my Screen Actors Guild card. And then I and then I spent a couple year more years there in Florida, and then moved back here. And I would say I, it took me a minute because I also think just LA is hard. I also just went through a very deep phase of going out and partying, and you kind of lose sight. And then there was like a writer strike that happened, and then there was nothing to really audition for, and reality television became very prominent. And then there. And then I think around Secret Life is when I really was like, okay, I need to just put one foot in front of the other. And then there's just been, you know, ups and downs of it all. Honestly, when I started working heavily was with anger management and the middle and those comedies. And I would say from there is when I feel like I really grabbed, you know, grabbed it by the balls and was like, okay, I have to just buckle down and focus but it's hard you know yeah, I, I was gonna say like pandemic did you feel like you were like running out of stamina because I feel like a lot of these actors like they have auditions day in day out and they like really love it that's what keeps them going so did you ever have a totally. point where you lost stamina and you were just like fuck it you know I felt I, th- I don't know if it's ba- losing stamina but I also I I went through some really rough periods of time in my life and just made mistakes and went through heartbreak and Mm -hmm. had a really hard time with some family stuff and all of that stuff really takes effect and takes a toll on you and I think 
course. just to be okay in your life, to be able to survive the hellishness of the business is really yeah. important. So I think for me, I really had to sort of handle my own stuff mm-hmm. in order to really be able to fully grasp this time in my life. Um, so I, I, to answer your question, I, 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 I think it's just being in the mental state to be able yeah. to stay positive about everything. And right. I think doing what I'm doing now, I would say to anybody who wants to be creative or, you know, an actor or creator, you have to do create your own stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You have to and be that's like an what innovator. you're an expert at. Yeah. Literally expertise. Yes. But I wanted to also talk about your role as Monica in anger management. Yes. I mean, so um, Monica, okay, so booking anger management was actually one of the, was it was the biggest shift career-wise for me. I went in and auditioned for, um, who's also a very, very good friend of mine throughout the years, um, G. Charles Wright, he's a great casting director for anger management. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be a one-day, one-time guest star. And right. I ended up getting it. And I went on set. And they really took to me. And then they ended up developing my character and wrote episodes surrounding my character. That's amazing. As Monica. And it turned into a recurring role. And then from there, I started booking more. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I played Charlie Sheen's girlfriend. It was a total oh, wild ride. God. It was just, <laughs> yeah, it was just... It was the best, though. I mean, everyone's yeah. like, what was it like to work with him? But yeah. it really was very, I don't know. It was, there was, it was, there was something very fun about it. He, yeah. I, he was crazy and, you know, in his own, like, cre- you know, wild Charlie Sheen way. But right. he's a really good to me on set, and I, yeah. I very much enjoyed so, my time. What year awesome. was that? What year was that? That was 2000 and it went on until through 2000 and I think my last one aired in 2015. Okay. So. Well, Nicole, uh, you're in a movie coming out called The Pom Pom Massacre, which sounds right up my alley. Okay, so I have some heartbreaking news. I don't know what that movie is, but it lives (laughs) on my IMDb Pro or on my IMDb and I don't know when when I'm going to be in that or what it is. She found out she got the role in IMDb. I don't. Everyone's like, so what is that? But you're playing Tanya. You're playing Tanya. I feel like we could just do that movie. All Tell of us we more about just Tanya. Make a skit. I would we never make... made our skit. I know. We need to make our skit. What do you guys want to make a skit, skit about? Jennifer Coolidge and Elle Woods. Oh, my God. So funny. I, we should really do it. We could do it virtually, and it would be great. We could do you it like, like a they phone were doing call. a Zoom well, class. Why don't yeah. you guys do an improv right now of that? Yes. Uh, great Jennifer idea. Coolidge All right. and Elle Okay. Woods. <laughs> All right. And what's this? do this scene set up. Is it that Jennifer just found out that she has... Uh, that she gave chlamydia to somebody. That the, okay, so Paulette just found out she gave chlamydia to somebody. Okay. And L is representing her in court because <laughs> she's being sued by the guy for not disclosing that she had chlamydia. Okay. All right. Okay. And okay. action. My <sighs> client did not give chlamydia to somebody. But L, I did. I gave it to him. I clapped the lips over his penis, and he got the chlamydia. Okay, I take that back. My client did give chlamydia to somebody, and we apologize, and we are here to take a stand on this chlamydia. 
It's a pandemic, not quite like the COVID-19, but they both start with a C, so they're essentially the same. <laughs> exactly. This is precisely why we are going to win this case. <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> I couldn't remember oh. if you actually right gave it to her or not. I need a new brain. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, I broke the one rule of... Uh, of improv, which is don't say no. I, I don't even think I listened, so there was that too. We're, we're doing great. Wait, so guys. Nicole, we need to know what you were like in high school. Oh it out. my god, <laughs> wild! You're crazy. I was crazy. I was crazy. I I was wild. A, a bit of a wild child. I was a, still a. A, like same Nicole, you know, but oh, I was a wild child. I was really? out Just there. Just like you rebelled early on. Yes. Or I guess at the time that a lot of people rebel. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys, were you guys good kids? I mean, I was a good kid. Oh, I just, We were good. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I think we were good. What it, what it is, is I think um, where we struggle is that we were really good, but we've... <laughs> When you were supposed to grow out of the phase where you were like being bad, where right. like most people grew out of the bad phase, we grew we'll into, into the bad it. phase. Yeah, so we're, I'm, I mean, I don't know if I'm speaking for Anthony, but I'm in like the rebelling stage of my life right now. Um, mm. And my Oma always calls me a late igniter. And so I think I'm like my rebellion stage is just, it's delayed until now. So, which now is not the you- best time. Like I'd rather it have been in high school, but well, I don't know. I mean, I think it can come in waves. I don't, yeah. I, I actually, I wish that I didn't have it so much in high school. I think that I just went through like a very naughty phase, but then that phase kind of webbed into other parts of my life too. So right. I don't know what that right. says about me, but. I feel like everyone has their inner rebel. Just yeah. depends where it's going to come out. I bet you, you two are like a tornado together <laughs> and I would <sighs> love to see it. <laughs> well, we really well. So Nicole, well, we'll talk ab- about this after the after the recording. But I'm coming to California on May, beginning of May. Yes, so, you are. LA. You are it for yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going for my Villanova reunion. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's right after Taylor Hudspeth's wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to go. Yeah, I'm gonna go right from there. But Nicole, I love how you spoke about your period and you kind of talked about it like how I talk about mine which is like you know you were like I was going out and partying and like making a oh lot my God. of mistakes I thought you had an actual and- like menstrual yeah, that's period what I, th- I thought you were going to talk about your <laughs> ass again <laughs> and I thought you were going to say, like, oh, my ass was bleeding just like your period. Yeah, just like your period. That's what I thought you were going to say. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Guys, I can't. I didn't even smoke weed before this one, and I'm acting the most high I've ever been. It's so great. But, but uh, how did that help you with your acting? Because I feel like I had this period where I'd gotten my heart broken, like, horribly, and I was partying so much and making so many mistakes. And I feel like since then... I've been, and even it marinates, it continues to marinate. Like the steak is not on the grill yet. It is just marinating for years. And I'm really making some of the best original songs and writing I feel like I've ever done. How has this impacted your your acting career? Yeah. And I mean, your craft, your craft rather. Anthony, you're so talented, by the way. I just need oh, you to yes. know that your voice is 
primo. Oh, the world talented. needs to know that. No, you are. Let me tell you, you <laughs> I'm gonna are. I'm going to kiss I'm your gonna talent. I'm going to kiss your in through this Zoom. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad we had that moment. I yeah, it, It's helped me immensely, and I think that, you know, I think sometimes you have to, I mean, I hit rock bottom, and I not I wasn't like, you know, I'm not because of my partying, but for just other things that went on in my life. And I was just so depressed and not in a good place. And I think Mm -hmm. that sometimes you go through those things and you hit that place and it's like, okay, where do you go from here? And some people can't come up from there and it just continues that spiral. But I really, really made some significant changes in my life. The people that I surrounded myself with, Um, as far as the heartbreak goes, just learning from that and Mm -hmm. adjusting myself in ways that maybe that, you know, it takes two to tango, but being able to sort of look at myself from the inside going, okay, well, how did I contribute to this too? Because you just, you want to be the best version of yourself, you know? And I think that it helps you be a stronger, more present creative to, to go through those things. Not that you want people to hit bad points in their life, but you know what I mean? You just, you just, how you come out of things, I think is the most important thing in life. It's not the things, I mean, it's unfortunate things that happen or mistakes people make, but it's what you do with it after and how you sort of unfold from there. Definitely. Wow. That made my week. I know. Me too. I needed to hear that. (laughs) Really connected to that. Well, it reminds oh. me of like the phoenix and the ashes. Like, the phoenix like mm. rose from the ashes. You know, just yeah. stronger. Good point, Morgan. What? I said good point. Thank you. That is a really good point. It really comes <laughs> full well, circle. So, it really comes full circle. <laughs> and Nicole, we're gonna have to have you as a frequent. You know what's funny? We had Courtney's podcast co-host Mary on because Morgan Nicole is really close with Mary's co-host oh, Courtney. Courtney, gotcha, judgy girl. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was so fun. So we have Mary on, and we're like, we got to bring back Mary as a frequent contributor, and we're going to bring back Nicole because there's just so much more to unpack with Nicole. Yeah. I mean, we could have her on for like two and a half hours, three hours. I know. It's so interesting. I loved hearing about like your actor journey and all the ins and outs with that. I mean, not all of them, but at least some of them. So I'm excited to hear more. You're going to be filming a, a reel today or an audition? An audition. And so what's that process like now during quarantine and covid of filming are you almost kind of happy that you don't have to be in the room or i actually prefer to be in the room the nice thing is is that you get to do it as many you know that there is someone there that can help you sort of film it and like just being able to know just how to do it and i prefer to to do it that way i think that there are people also that do it just by themselves but i just i think the quality and just being able to coach it out a little bit is great yeah. But I'd prefer to be in the room. I love connecting with people. Yeah, you, know? you can definitely so like feel their vibes is, and their like yeah. frequencies. Yeah. And I also think you can they can get to know you, like your essence. You can mm-hmm. sell yourself just by the way that you come into a room or something, you know? Yeah. I, I feel you because I, I've, I mean, I'm not doing acting auditions or anything, but I always prefer like an in-person getting to like feel the room mm-hmm. with somebody like wear the right cologne so they can have like smell my yeah, scent. It all <laughs> matters. Being like, oh, they'll remember that. Like they'll remember that I had like a banana on the side of my bag when I walked in. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, they'll call me like banana boy or like something. Right. There's like some sort of um, like descriptive thing that you walk away with. Yeah. Yeah. You can just, you just have those connections a little bit more. I think it's just so much nicer than doing it all like. Like, how much fun would it be for all of us to be in a room together? We would have so much fun, you know? So I think that that also goes both ways. Yeah. Wait, I'm getting something in my ear. Nicole. Yeah. You just got an Academy Award nomination (gasps) for Tanya in the Pom Pom Massacre. Oh, my God! God! Yeah. I know. Oh, my God. It's... You're nominated for best new actor. I don't even think that's a category. <laughs> I just would like to say that I just had no idea that Tanya was going to take off like she did. The Pom Pom Massacre seems like a film that the Academy would just love. Okay. Amazing. So I got to tell you this, Nicole, like that would blow up on TikTok so crazy if you were just like, right, Dominic, if she was like, did green screen in front of this and you were like, so on my IMDb page, it says that I'm playing Tanya in this movie, The Pom Pom Massacre, that you I've actually, never been in. You make your, and you yeah. make scenes right. to it. Right. Oh, like, wait, should I like do Like a trailer. That? Yeah. yeah. That's that so funny. really funny. Okay, yeah. maybe yeah. I'm, I think I'll do that. I'm and I'll t- play Chet, the quarterback, and then you're <laughs> gonna be Tanya, the cheerleader. Please, uh-huh. can we do this? Yeah, and then we should have a different twist every week that like somebody new is the killer, but then the next week it like reboots as if the last week totally didn't happen on the show. Yes, no, we just turn <laughs> it into a whole series and then we do get nominated. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Wait, can I also Did ask we- you something? I don't get TikTok. I don't get that algorithm to say, I mean, I don't get any algorithm, but I don't get TikTok to it's save just my so life. Good. None of us can I think, explain I it. I think TikTok's algorithm is so good. Yeah, it's the it's best good. one out of any of the social media. I hate Instagram's algorithm. It never shows me what I want to see. What ever. do you think? Okay, but lately the algorithm on my TikTok is. Today it's got fucked up. If you're thinking oh, yeah, about it's today. it's fucked up today. Oh, yeah. wait, why? Yeah, everyone's just been got messed up. on everything. And for some reason, a TikTok that I had blew up because it, the algorithm has been. <laughs> yeah, Dominic put up a TikTok today and it blew up. Oh, really? That's <laughs> it amazing. Has like th- it so is like 35, 35K views now. That's great. What is it, Dominic? It's me doing like a satire. Like, you ever see those like videos of people being like, this happened on this Nickelodeon show? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I did like a satire talking about like Victoria saying that like the RV episode that they had where they were stuck in the RV was actually method acting <laughs> and dan schneider forced them to be in the rv i want to oh, go look this God. up later yeah, i'm too. gonna go look it up so i can see your viral moment <laughs> yeah, nicole do you friends. upload tiktoks well it's just basically the same thing that i put on my instagram but i think sometimes i've had a few that have really hit and mm. then like my britney one did really really well on tiktok that but one's amazing so can you do a give us a little britney yeah yeah and action. okay what do you want me to say can you give me oh. a line okay okay me- okay do that she like the i like okay she's filming herself for like a workout video and you're like hey it's like you okay. do that thing okay um <laughs> hi my name is britney spears and i burnt today i burnt my gym down yes i burned my down gym down with a candle a yankee candle and it dropped on the floor and the whole thing went up in flames but I don't care because I am Britney Spears and I can build myself a new gym. Oh my yeah. God. So now wait, do you study the people that you impersonate? Like, do you find that you like watch them once and you're like, okay, I got this. Like I know how they sound. Or do you like study them? 
would you I say? St- I definitely, I think that there's some that just come easier. Like yeah. Sharon Osbourne comes really easy to me. <laughs> Britney comes really easy to me. Dude, sh- we, all right, Sharon's apologizing for the, the, the talk thing. Public apology. Okay. I <laughs> am so incredibly sorry that I accidentally said these awful things on the talk my heart is breaking and I just want everyone to know that I am very very nice and Aussie and I love you all very much oh my god you're incredible I forgive Sharon all of a sudden I forgive her now (laughs) she should just call me and I could tell her right right you could call into a radio station and do that and people would think that was real oh my god and she'd hire you for her her press it's my dream I well I don't know if she's gonna be on the talk anymore but she's commented on them before and reposted her the impressions of her Oh, and I, that, in my dreams, I'm like, put me on the talk. Oh, my God. Or like Jennifer Ellen. Coolidge does that, too. And I think I do a much better Jennifer Coolidge than a lot of uh, some of the posts. people she posts. Yeah. I'm like, just come to me. You but, should so you po- do, repost, do it again and do a whole thing. We'll do a skit. We really we'll do well. a skit. You guys yeah. will get noticed. That's amazing. <laughs> so Brittany and Sharon come to you easily. You did an amazing Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus. Oh, my oh, God. Thank you so yeah. much. I want to do her fully. I want to do, but I'm wait. I want to do it and really do it right. I want to do like a sex in the city thing. But Absolutely. I want to do it. It needs should. to be like. B- perfect. It needs to be perfect. Like it can't. Not that I put effort into everything, but I just really want to put like a production <laughs> Yeah, this. you should do it like with a conversation between her and Samantha. Um, yeah. And yeah. How, like she didn't come back to like the series or the show. Yeah. 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 That's oh. really good, Morgan. Thank you. Morgan, you're going to take that. I'm going to give you I'll give you credit for that. Thank you. <laughs> no, you don't have to. See, but. Dominic probably appreciates that about you because I'm like, oh, let's just throw it together. And Dominic's like, no, make it pro- professional. Make the, the production value good. And I'm like. No, yeah, let's yeah. just put I'm it, ready. throw it together. Yeah. Well, it's Anthony, all about mindset too, Ant. Like you have to Anthony be in the right mindset. posted a TikTok yesterday of just a screen recording of his voice memos. <laughs> and, and I was like, <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> I love why that Dom I? is the regulator in this relationship. It actually is so... Now that I know this dynamic, he's like, that was E.T. it's travolta little fact check check fly well nicole has to film an audition but here's the thing i gotta say this what really picked up my week um our week yes but i gotta say i gotta be more conscious of the things that i learn when i'm blacked out because I know what happens is that you are West Coast. So sometimes even when I'm talking to Courtney and Mary, it'll be really not as late their time as it is my time. Yeah. So like it'll be like 3 a.m. here, but only midnight for you guys. So like I'm on the phone with like Mary and then I'm like, what the fuck were we talking about last night? No, it's the other way around, Anne. It'd be 9 p.m. if it were midnight here. No, it's 3 a.m. here, midnight oh, there. So. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. sorry. No, no, um, you're good. And then, but I, I think it's a true testament to you that I had no idea mm-hmm. about any of your relations or, you know, there's like families that have been in the industry for years, but I had no idea. So you, 
take that as a fucking true testament that your talent just fucking speaks for itself and yes. everything because you truly are really I think one of the most talented comedians so I've seen in general and Thank I think what makes it so good is like your impersonations are so accurate like that's the only way that it works is if it's so accurate and you have the mannerisms and everything so she really is the true true Travola I am Travola I am Travola and I appreciate you guys are so great and I appreciate you. you saying that I I'm so I, you know, have a all around wonderful family and, you know, I think that it's just, you know, we're just all doing our thing. And exactly. so it's important to just work hard, you know? Exactly. Work hard, get that ass on the mound and slap it. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and good luck to Tanya. She's going to be so good. Oh, she's going to be great. Wait. She's going to be great. It's going to be so good. The character development <laughs> in that script is unbelievable. Oh, I know. Well, things really heated up that summer, and the cheerleader must die. Well, I, and never the mind. cheerleader okay. must die. Thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you can find Nicole on Instagram at say it again, Nicole at Nicole Travolta. And then you can find me at Anthony Lario or Lario, however you choose to pronounce <laughs> it. And you can go find, ahead. Morg. Yeah, you can find me at Morg underscore Lamada. And Morg, take it away with what everybody has to do. And what everybody here, what you all have to do is subscribe. Mm -hmm. It's all you have to do. It's a very simple task. We appreciate it greatly. It might seem like nothing to you, but it means everything to us. So subscribe. Oh, that was sweet. That you was sounded like Brittany nice. there. Subs subscribe. Subscribe please. to my podcast. Subscribe, please. <laughs> it may mean nothing to you, but it means everything to us. That wasn't good. I need to work on that.